0: One hundred and forty-four of Shades of Men Week. This is a podcast where we talk about theology, culture, and all things shades. We are inside of three stream studio recording this right now. My name is John Mark DeRoe, and I'm joined by the full crew today. Mr. Jonathan Hayes and Mr. Brad Brown. How's how's it going, everyone?
1: It's going great. Missed being with you guys last week, but you know, unlike uh, the Bradford seated across from me I listened to the episodes that take place Oh, you did when, when I am not here Yes, I did I did listen to it I had a special vested interest this time Because I may or may not have emailed into the show See, you're selfish I, Yeah, well, I heard I heard the response I heard the response And I have a response Are you ready for this, the Brad? response to the you response You ready for this? Yeah I was wrong Wow. Here at Shades Midweek, we can admit when we're wrong. And I was wrong. It was not 36 emails. It was 40, as John Mark so accurately reported. It's not me. It was the data cruncher. I take back my words against the data cruncher, and my faithfulness in its ability to calculate is Mm reinstilled. I also learned through last week's episode that I have way more of an effect on John Mark than I thought I did. <laughs> um and and can make him miscalculate things if he's feeling pressured by my presence. So mm-hmm. yeah. Anyway, no. No, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the episode very much. Thought you guys did a great job. It was great fun. I always love it when we have so many emails. We have to dedicate an episode to it.
0: That's right. One fun thing that happened was Jonathan texted me this past Saturday in the afternoon and it was a screenshot of the podcast that I had thought I posted to our Shades Midweek account, and it had actually been posted to our sermon account. (laughs) So if any of you guys that are listening uh, wanted to catch up on some sermons recently, you may have seen one titled, Episode 143, Email Corridor (laughs) Overload, and I'm sure that was a bit of a shock. That was not, in fact, a sermon Much uh, to maybe your disbelief right now as you hear this with your ears, but it was meant for the Shades Midweek podcast. I do apologize; that was a clerical error on my part.
1: <laughs> it is. It is back up though. It is. Man, it, is just, it is. Up. We're
0: making errors left and right. You know, on this I'm podcast. waiting for
1: Brad to admit that he got something wrong. That's what I need right now.
0: Never. <laughs> Brad, I'm pretty
1: good about myself. Brad, right now. I do feel like we need to tell everybody this is. Uh, This is a rather special episode, though, uh, for multiple reasons, Yep. Uh, because this is your last episode ever, as we have fired Brad (laughs) recently. No, I'm just kidding. His last episode (laughs) before his sabbatical. They fired me, but don't
2: worry. There's no awkward feelings, and I am here happy (laughs) and ready to participate in the podcast. I have a day to clean out my office, and so I thought, well, I'll stay here
1: late, and I'll come in and do the podcast with these guys. Oh, no. so I mean yes, yes Sunday is last official work day and the sabbatical starts. How are you feeling? I'm really worried about Bradford's book club. What am I gonna do oh, with just this wait. segment? I I well I, I
2: do have the copyright to it. <laughs> so be careful, but I don't wanna give it to John Mark, but I don't wanna give it to Jonathan. Well what you do, know, I do I do?
1: I don't know. I don't know. We we may or may not have plans. For many things, while you're gone, <laughs> this could be a totally, <sighs> completely different show. By the time I just you just have get to back. give,
2: I just have to give Bradford's book club to the Lord. I think that's that's what I'm seeing. So, well, man, we're yep. excited
1: for you to go on sabbatical. Me too. Not because we want to get rid of you, but because we're excited to see uh, what the Lord's going to do in that kind of like unique time. Me too, man. I'm very grateful for Shades
2: and for Ed Kaler, who put a sabbatical policy in place for yes, the he pastors. Did. Thank you, Ed. It's a great thing. Yeah, very grateful.
1: Well, we meant to have an episode where we talked about sabbaticals, so John Mark and I'll just do it without you.
0: (laughs) I think that would be appropriate.
1: (laughs) Well, I I mean, in this room, I'm the only one that's been on one so far. Yeah, Yeah, what am I going to say about it? I don't know. (laughs) John Mark's like, sure sounds great. (laughs) That sounds awesome, guys. (laughs) Uh, Uh, Well... Uh, this is not just a special episode because of Brad, but it's a special episode because of what we're going to do for the main segment. And so we've got business to take care of so we can get to that big surprise that's headed your way. So without any further ado, JM, hit us up with some music. JM's out. to the finish, i feel the spirit moving through the city i got the light shining come get it walking with christ moving where it's gritty walking with christ moving where it's gritty i feel the spirit moving through the city
2: i see the people trying to bring them with me we got a light tell them come and get it yeah
1: it comes from the same genre as the album you recommended last week
0: what did i recommend last week? it was the rich
1: <laughs> mullins album oh right but I just listened to that episode like yesterday, so
0: goes to show you how much I keep up with.
1: Quite in the what contrast. I
0: command every week. No, that's awesome. What is it? Well, so this past Monday was Martin Luther King Jr. Day, mm-hmm. and there was a single that was released on that day in honor of MLK, uh, released by Lecrae and another rapper named Holvey, who I'm not super familiar with. Holvey, H-U-L-V-E-Y. The track is called Walk. And uh, it is really awesome. It's a quick one too. It's two minutes and forty-five seconds. A blistering track, and I love it,
1: dude. I thought I thought it was Lecrae when you started playing it, but I yeah. knew you had you recently. Just did a yeah, album. you just did an album, Man. so I was like, maybe this is somebody else. Listen, Lecrae similar.
0: is on fire right now. He's actually about to go on tour. Uh, I saw on his Instagram, he's coming to Atlanta and Nashville. He's not coming to Birmingham. I really want to take. Moses to the Atlanta show.
1: Email him. Tell him to make the stop between the two. (laughs) Come to Shades Valley. Are they on back? Are they on back-to-back days?
0: I don't know if they're back-to-back days, but they're definitely back-to-back tour dates. I know
1: because I was going to say. I
2: think he would
0: definitely come to Shades
1: if he has a break date. Email email Lecrae and tell him to come to Shades Valley Community Church. (laughs) that will be
0: thirty thousand dollars. Maybe we can get him on the podcast. Maybe he can come (laughs) in.
1: Maybe he'll
0: he'll do an interview with us. Yeah, that would be awesome. But I really want to take Moses to the show, but I. Uh, the tickets aren't on sale yet for the Atlanta show. Nashville is playing Dude, at uh, Rocket Town.
1: We have got to be one degree of separation away from Lecrae.
0: Oh, we, we definitely we know someone
1: who knows him. I bet Colin knows him. Yeah. I bet Colin knows Lecrae. Well, you know,
0: uh, You remember uh, saxophone player Jamie Harper? Yeah, he did a he did something with Lecrae for like a magazine. There one you time. go. He like played the sax while Lecrae was like just riffing on top of it. So wow. there you go.
1: There it is. Telling you.
0: Uh, the single's called Walk. Check it out. It was in honor of MLK. There's some uh, great lyrics. Uh, obvious- I, love, I love the artwork. Yeah, the, the artwork's really cool. Um, I wasn't going to pull up the lyrics, but it's they're not on Spotify yet. But uh, it's awesome. Check it out. Lecrae, Holvey, the single is Walk. Love it.
1: You know what I don't love is this.
0: Just I, wait, Brad. I, no, next I noticed week? that
1: last week when I wasn't here, y'all let the whole thing play without anyone talking. I was like, "It's like every time I'm there, I talk over this."
0: It's it's gonna be changed next week. Just get ready. Oh yes, Brad, Brad's not gonna know what hit him when he comes back from sabbatical. Thank you to the
2: Toronto Boys Choir for that beautiful introduction. We're very grateful for your donation to Bradford's Book Club. Bradford's Book Club is a nonprofit organization. You can donate by going to BradfordsBookClub.com. I definitely shouldn't have done that without first typing See, in BradfordsBookClub.com. Yeah. Please don't com. do that. Who knows? So, you know, viewer discretion advised. I have no idea what I just told you to go do. But, yes, this is sad because I am going away, riding off into the sabbatical sunset. But before I do, I have one more book that I've planned on doing today for weeks and <coughs> weeks. That's a lie. This is an inside joke. As we got into the studio this afternoon, I said, I don't have a book, but I do now. It's a book that I'm actually not sure if I've recommended before or not. I have to have my team check
1: on that. This is why we're taking over the club. This has gone downhill, man. But, no,
2: I haven't recommended
0: this book. I'm pretty sure. The data cruncher doesn't have time to look into that, so there's no way. The book
2: is titled Who God Says You Are A Christian Understanding of Identity by, oh boy, Klein R. Snodgrass. I don't know how to pronounce his last name.
1: I don't think you've recommended this before.
2: So he is a New Testament scholar. I am familiar with him because he has a very important work on the parables. I think it's titled...
0: Oh, stories, stories with Intent. Stories with Intent. Thank you. Reason I, know that I thought I... At I, at
2: it right now. I uh, I was going to say the stories we tell, which would not make sense for the parables. (laughs) It would be a terrible title. Um, Stories with Intent makes a lot more difference. It was first recommended to me uh, by a professor. Well, he's written a book on Christian identity, and I have enjoyed the book, and it's a very robust account of identity. You might think, oh, a book on Christian identity, is this going to be a little squishy? Is this not going to be robust biblically? Biblically. <clears throat> but I'll tell you, so far I've really enjoyed it. And let me just read a little bit from the the chapters to give you a little taste of what's to come when you all go out and get this book. So he, he has different chapters, different factors in, in shaping our identity. So you are your body, you are your history, you are your relations, you are your mind, you are your commitments, you are your actions, you are your boundaries. You are an ongoing process of change. You are your future.
1: Dude, that first chapter is crazy controversial today. mm, You are your body.
2: No doubt. So there is a lot in this book. And uh, I think this is a a pretty holistic account. So if you're curious about identity, maybe you're a, a Christian that wrestles with your identity. Who am I? Maybe you're asking that. Check it out. Who God Says You Are, A Christian Understanding of Identity, by Klein R. It can't be Snodgrass.
1: It is Snodgrass.
2: snod It's Snodgrass. Yeah, and there's man. nothing wrong with that, just to be <laughs> clear. oh, uh, Amazon
1: yeah. tells me that frequently bought together with this is Gentle and Lowly by one Dane Orton. Wow, so, look at man. that. My boy Dane. Anyway. Okay. Ah, cool. That's I'm very it. interested, man.
2: Awesome. Yeah, Yeah, check it out. Very well, how cool. about a
1: round of applause for the last Bradford's Book Club the death of you will Bradford. ever hear. <laughs> did
2: you not do the Vitamin C song? The, isn't the, uh, vitamin the As C, We Go the, the, On, the graduation
0: yeah, song? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that, still, is that still
2: a thing?
1: I don't know. It was a thing when we were graduating.
2: If you play that song, I'm going to have all the feels right now. I mean, it just immediately comes up.
1: Well.
0: We're going to miss you, Brad.
1: This is, this is the second this is most like played. end of the 90s. Second most played graduation song. Teen movie. the movie. <laughs> <the road>. ah. <sighs> Recognize that
2: voice. It's
0: been, it's been great, Brad. Man, time really flies. i really enjoyed it. Time
2: flies
1: by. Everyone can't see this right now, but in the studio on a big screen, we have a slideshow going that John Mark and I put together. It starts with pictures of Brad as a baby.
2: Uh, right. Here I am. Uh, my first steps. Oh, there's Jonathan giving me a piggyback ride.
1: Leads all the way up to him coming on staff here at Shades. Some of the best memories. Oh, my
2: gosh. Look at my hair. I can't believe it. Can you believe that? (laughs)
1: Look, there's snowpocalypse.
0: (laughs) Oh,
2: Oh, wow. That's John. I haven't seen John in forever. Whatever whatever happened to him?
1: Brad, we love you. Hey, and Bradford's book club loves you. Well, ladies and gentlemen, on to much more serious business because this show doesn't stop for one host.
2: <laughs> that, that got emotional. Get, take a second. Here's the <laughs> tissues, Brad. Yeah, give me a second.
1: Let's listen to a much better jingle that we have because, ladies and gentlemen, today the very special surprise we have for you is it's time to meet a member. It's time to meet a member. Yeah. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen sitting right now in three stream studio
0: It's none other than the one the only what
1: <laughs> you're supposed to say joey i
0: was listening the to the <laughs> jingle
1: the you
2: are correct she just sat through that entire thing <laughs> without being able to say we
1: anything
0: we are sorry
1: sorry Jolie. we don't make everyone sit through the intro a lot of times when we do interviews we do the interview separately and, and from when we record the intro. But you know what? Jolie's on the payroll at Shades Valley Community Church now, so... Bring it on. You just got paid to <laughs> sit through all of that. So now you've seen how the sausage is made. Is is the magic gone? You're disappointed?
3: Things just make, make sense.
2: <laughs> yeah. That's well said. It's been confirmed. <laughs> oh. That's well
1: said. Well, Jolie, thanks for joining us today in the studio and you're. Is this this is your first official like full week yeah. on staff? Yeah. That's awesome. First Sunday was this past Sunday? How'd it go?
3: Oh, it went so well. And the
1: children didn't rebel and just they drag did. you they into actually, the street.
3: They listened, they responded. Not only that, they stood up and worshipped to the worship no, store. Wait, 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 wait. wait, wait. Wow. You're talking about
1: you're talking about the same kids that like all of us know here in the parent now, and parents.
3: Now, not not every kid.
1: Okay, okay, okay.
3: But I'd say <laughs> Half, you know, but Half I definitely like, I got some great yeah. eye contact. I got some responses, and children can smell fear and insecurity. So I, I went in there. I was like,
1: you just had to I exude confidence, oh,
3: yes. and That's it was great. Right.
2: Um, well, in your opinion, which ones are the
0: worst? If you had to just <laughs> name a few,
1: he is kidding. Please don't
0: do that. Can I just tell you that Ashley came up to me on Sunday after the service and said that Moses got caught. Trying to steal a sucker or something, and I don't know if it was out of your office or maybe suckers were given out, and he was trying to take an extra one. And an adult ch- uh, or a volunteer caught him. And was like said something, and he was like, "Well, my mom wouldn't let me do that, but my dad would." <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, oh fantastic! Wow. There it is.
1: Thanks, son." Wow. <laughs> oh, John Mark, how the how that bus feel? Just was, rolling just, right it over was you. Great. Is um, it bad
2: that I'm like, yeah, that kind of makes sense. <laughs>
1: Oh, Jeez. well, Jolie, uh, we have asked you to come today because, yes, we are excited that you are a new Shades Kids leader, but uh, we want to get to know the uh, the woman behind the, the uh, curriculum. The cu- <laughs> I, I,
2: was <laughs> I was trying to think of, trying a, to word. Think of a word. I I, it was That's better than I didn't, I didn't word. have yeah.
1: any. Yeah. <laughs> so, no, you've heard Meet a Member episodes before. Yeah. So, let's dive right in. Why don't you just start by telling us just a little bit about where you're from and how you grew up.
3: All right. Mm-hmm. Well, I am originally from Valdosta, Georgia, and I feel like oh. I get mixed responses. Either people are like, oh, I know exactly where that is. Or they're like, where? And so I usually just say an hour from Florida. It's, you know.
1: Well, see, for people who grew up in South Georgia, Brad won't know this because he grew up in North Georgia. Mm. Um, but for people from South Georgia, we all know it because it's the closest theme park. Yes uh as
3: wild
2: a adventures. yes oh,
1: well see i knew it
2: in north georgia but i just think football whenever i hear Valdosta.
3: yeah yeah but so when you're not into football it's <laughs> so f-
1: so fun story wild adventures the first time i went to it uh there was no concrete like it was still dirt it looked like you were going to a fair it oh, was wow. the main feature was the zoo um, and the only rides they had were like your standard fairground rides. Like they had a Ferris wheel, oh my they had gosh. like the zipper, that kind of thing. And I have a picture of my brother. You know those uh, those booths where you can get old timey photos made, like oh, Western yeah. photos. I have a I have a picture of me and my brother, like dressed up as like cowboys or whatever, in black and white. Yeah. So, oh, but yeah, it would go on to become like a full legit theme park and all of that. And that's where yeah. we would take our youth group and all that kind of stuff because Valdosta is very very South Georgia.
3: Yeah. Very, very South Georgia. So, grew up there. Um, my parents are originally from Moultrie, which you you know you're oh yeah you you get that neck of the woods. Um, and then they moved to Vodosta. Um, yeah, grew up there. Um, we went to a couple churches, and I ended up getting saved when I was 14. The first week we moved to a new church, <laughs> which like that was really big for my parents, being like, whoa, you know, because I my sister got saved early in her life, but Um, And I owe that to a Sunday school teacher who really just, like, shared the gospel very clearly to me instead of just, like, oh, Jesus loves you, and that's the base of it. So I definitely, like, with the kids here, I want to make it a point to, like, it's a relationship with Christ. It's not just like Jesus loves you, and that's all you learn. You know,
1: fourteen. So that would have been like eighth grade-ish. Yeah, eighth Something grade. Like so
3: kind of, kind of late for I guess my my friend group, the people I ran with, and then went to Lawrence High School, like three thousand kids, <laughs> really big high school, and then ended up going to Lagrange College. Um, I think at that time it was like nine hundred fifty students. So it was really a really big jump from a huge high school to a really small college, and I loved it. Started out as a musical theater major, switched to vocal performance, I think um, halfway through freshman year, and I was like, "God, I love music. I just want to be in music." But I went from like, "I'm going to go on Broadway. I'm going to be an opera singer," like all these different things. And I really felt God just calling me, like, "Listen, you you want to minister to people? You love music. Let's let's do that." And so um, led worship around, um, and then I graduated 2021, which feels like. Decades ago, honestly, because the pandemic and everything. Right, That right, was really yeah. weird being in college during that time, too. Um, but also at the time, senior of high school, um, I met Nicholas online. Fun story I'll tell literally at the time. You, you <laughs> said it so
1: fast right there, it sounds like a name. I met Nicholas online.
3: <laughs> yes, I <So. you> did. <laughs> well, yeah. Wait, But before
1: you get to Nicholas, uh-huh. right, because our, our listeners have come to expect, you know, three-hour episodes from us. Yeah. So, we've got to back up a little bit this here. Is I need more detail. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, just to back up and zero in a little bit, tell mm. us about Jolie as a kid.
0: What was what were you into? Oh, just to back up a little bit. Honestly. Yeah. <laughs> tell honestly. us about your grandparents. No. <laughs> <go ahead. laughs> well, my grandfather was. No.
3: Yeah. <laughs> I, no, I had the best grandparents. Um, I was very loud. Very much wanted attention. I am the baby of my family. I have an older sister who is 20, 28, and I'm 24. So, um, yeah, always wanted to be center of attention. I danced when I was younger. I did community mm. theater. I think when I was eight, my mom just said, oh, she's got a lot of energy. Let's, let's put her <laughs> in something creative. She's loud.
1: Put her on a <laughs> stage.
3: <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, when did you
1: start singing? Like, when did that become like a thing?
3: I started taking like professional voice lessons right when I turned 16 And I think – I don't know if a lot of, like, singers are like this, but I don't necessarily like the sound of my own voice. I don't like listening to recordings. And so I wouldn't like – I like, my parents to this day still – they never hear me sing in the shower. I I just don't. I barely sing around my husband, and um, it's just kind of a weird thing. But my mom was like, you have a talent, so let's get somebody. So we had a professor emeritus at Valdosta State who started training me classically, and I loved it. Mm -hmm. Um, And with classical singing, too, you're, like, kind of – not fluent in all these languages, but you're learning a lot of these languages, right. and diction. And it's it's just really cool. Open me up to a really cool world of just learning music from around the world, right. which is really awesome. So do
2: you but I was just gonna say, do you remember your first vocal performance in front of a crowd? Or your first
3: Um when I was three years old, my parents <laughs> my parents wow. um had us learn um I, then I can't remember the name of the song, but it's like, Christmas isn't Christmas till it happens in your heart. We sang it as a family in front of the entire church. And I ripped the microphone from my <gasps> mom. And I started s- taking over. Um, so I, that's <laughs> when I th- think they discovered, oh, she's going to be a star. There's wow. got to be a video of this somewhere. Oh, yes. No, there is. There is. I, I will get it. I'll get it to your people. Oh, so. Please. Yes. We'll
2: have your people <laughs> call our people. Okay. And then what was your first musical?
3: Um, I mean... I did, like, kids, like, community theater musicals and stuff, um, elementary school. I remember, Did they do musicals
1: at your high school?
3: Yes, they did. I was in, like, drama there. I'm trying to think of, like, my first one as a kid. I remember my first, like, role as a child was a ghost. Okay. I was, ghost. It was... Um, Casper? No it was uh i was thinking christmas carol what's oh man i can't think of the name of it um like with Igabot crane and everything it was like a like a musical oh, deathly hallows yeah it oh. was like sleepy a, hollow sleepy hollow yeah, that's yeah. It. i literally thought of deathly hallows i like that's wrong um yeah i was, it was like, like a wait that's a harry that. potter so, reference yeah. Yeah. sorry so my bad I, <laughs> <laughs> so i i was the woman in white and i had like just like black eyeliner everywhere and i painted my face white <laughs> and i was like this is my moment Agents are out in the crowd, and they're going to find yes. you, and they're going <laughs> to People like, don't realize when you're a kid, you have a lot of confidence in yourself, that you are the biggest star oh,
1: tel- ever. Oh, Talitha <laughs> asked me yesterday, like just stops me right in the middle of her watching a movie, and she's like, Papa, how do you try out for movies?
3: I love her energy so much. <laughs> oh. She knows what she wants.
1: Oh, my word.
2: <laughs> ask, ask Sarah Hirsch. Uh, that's, yeah. what, that's actually what i told her
3: i
1: was like you talked to miss wow. sarah harsh about acting <laughs> yeah. oh but
3: anyway but yeah just kind of grew up like that i just had a lot of energy i was a lot for the people around me but hey that's fun and then i ended up getting like some of my friends to come do theater with me too so we kind of made it like a friend a friend thing but i was always always doing things i hated being bored I'm the only extrovert in a household of introverts. So I was like, <laughs> I want to go out to eat. And I would, like, dress. i be mean, like, I need to, like, n- not, like, be noticed, but I just needed to be like, hey, I'm here. I'm gonna, right. Uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. That's I don't know if that's vain right. or not, but I just I had too much confidence Ugh. as a child with very short hair and very chubby cheeks. Um, I'll leave it at that. Well, I feel like to
2: be in the world of performance, to constantly yeah. put yourself out there over and over and over again, I mean, there has to be some sort of kind of insane confidence.
3: (laughs) Yeah. And then I think just growing up, I didn't necessarily know what I wanted for my life. And then as I matured in my relationship with Christ, I've just kind of learned, like, I don't have to be the center of attention. I don't have to. I'm perfectly fine on the sidelines. I just want to be working for a purpose. And I want God to use me. However, he he wants to use me. So Um, Mm. my really big mantra for this year is like, Lord, I want what you want for me. And it's kind of hard to live that out. It's like, oh, I want this, I want this. But I'm like, no, I want what you want for me. And that's worked really well. I mean, I'm happily married and we're building a life together. And God wanted that for me. And I'm really, really thankful to be where I am right now. Mm-hmm. So, that's awesome. Yeah.
1: So your your spiritual uh, journey yeah. growing up. So grew up in a Christian home. Yeah. Um, so what, what's the church background?
3: Uh, Sunday Baptist Convention.
1: Ah, the SBC. Yeah, so you are you are amongst fellow sur- yes, uh, I friends. know. I almost said fellow survivors, um, <laughs> but oh, I, I mean, <laughs> you know. Li- listen, yeah. I, I need to clarify. Having just said that really quickly, I need to clarify. Um, I I am very thankful actually for a lot of what I experienced and mm-hmm. and grew up with in the SBC, and that I I think my jokes. I know that not everybody's experience was like mine. There are people that definitely. I, de- I mean, and honestly, any denomination, every denomination. Um, there are people who go through really difficult things, and and there are people who who benefit and such. But um, but yeah, I'm just trying to say, I'm trying to take coffee out my joke. is what I'm doing. And <laughs> Jonathan I'm just, and I'm I, I'm just digging, digging a bigger. Jonathan, both of us have hole. become
2: so self-conscious about our Baptist jokes recently. <laughs> like we both <laughs> do it. We make a joke <laughs> about the SBC, and then we feel like we need to give. 15
1: oh, qualifications. Yeah. Because most of my jokes <laughs> are actually meant in an endearing way. Yeah. That's right. You know? Totally. Like, the same way we kind of joke on each other. Mm-hmm. Like, I look at the Baptist denomination as, like, uh, another friend at the table of Christianity. That's right. You know? And so yeah. we you know, we all crack jokes at each yeah. other. Just like I do my Presbyterian friends. I crack <laughs> jokes at them. And, there we go. You know. So, Jolie. <laughs> <what> was, <laughs> so,
2: keep going. What was... What was your experience growing up?
3: Honestly, Jonathan, I like what you said. Like, you appreciate a lot of how you were, you brought up, you know. And I just will say, I I am thankful because I had a lot of structure. Mm. Um, But I will say there is definitely a lot of freedom and where I am now and how I feel walking into this church. And there's nothing wrong with, you know, Baptist churches. But, you know, kind of going home for Christmas and um, stepping into, like, a Christmas Eve service, there's definitely just something in my body I was like oh I feel I don't know just maybe this pressure to be like okay well I need to tone it down I, you know I just kind Uh of as a kid I really felt like I couldn't raise my hands and I don't know if that's just me kind of putting pressure on myself but I definitely noticed something going back and then coming back here to shades to be like ah kind of like a breath of fresh air like okay I'm back Uh it's just back in routine back what I'm used to but um thankful for the structure um but no church is perfect and I I think one thing I really did miss out on which wasn't the church's fault there was not a youth group for for Hmm. I mean there was a youth group but not for me for girls my age it was to the point when we joined that church and I got saved there were a few middle school girls um and then it just kind of dissipated and I was the only one and it was me and the youth pastor in a room and that was my community and that was you know my Sunday school and so even though that, you know, that was fine, but I just really, like, stepping into this role now, I'm like, I know what I want for these kids, and I want them to not only have community with the teachers and the leaders, but have community with each other, because, you know, as a child, like, you you don't think of community as this church or your parents. You think of it as other kids around you. Right. Um, so I really just want to, like, have them to, to see it that way. That The kids around you are your community, too, because not all of us got to have that, you know. Um, I turned out okay, though, so... <laughs> <laughs> You know, <laughs> limited therapy, we're fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh.
1: Well, so yeah. you, you told us, you know, you became a believer mm-hmm. uh, in eighth grade through the witness of a faithful Sunday school teacher.
3: Yes, it, there was just, and I distinctly remember the moment she, um, I, and I don't even know what verse it was, but she just, I'm a very visual person too, but she just kind of held out her hands. And she said, just imagine... I don't know if she's talking about creation or not, but just imagine like God just like holding you and pressing you in his palms. Like he wants to protect you and he loves you. And just like, I don't know. It just kind of hit, I'm getting chills. <laughs> it just kind of hit me like, wow, I'm so cherished and loved and cared for and created for a purpose. And my parents actually have played in the orchestra my entire life. So they were up on stage. Um, this was after Sunday school and I'm sitting down in the pew and I don't know where my sister is. I remember being by myself and and they do that whole like altar call, they're playing the instrumental music. I was like, oh wait, now, now, now's the time. And I felt like God was just saying, let me in, let me in. And I felt like this wall just dropped. I was like, oh my gosh, yes. And so, um, I was too scared (laughs) to walk down, down the aisle. We were kind of sitting towards the back. Um, and so when we got home, I told my parents, I was profusely crying. I was like, I didn't know what to do. I didn't, you know, I didn't want to go down there by myself. And they're like, no, it's okay. You know, so that was mm. a really, really big moment. And mm. I think it was just me just like, okay, God, you know, my plan for myself is not really working. I think when I was younger, it's like, oh, I just have to be a nice person. But that's not, you can't do anything on your own will. Just being a nice person is not, it's not a good life.
1: Mm. Yeah. That's that is a beautiful story. That's awesome. Your parents, uh, what did they play? They played in the orchestra.
3: My mom, they actually both met like, They were band kids, as was my sister. And so they met in high school. My mom has always played the flute. My dad plays not the trumpet, but the flugelhorn and the French horn. It's very different than the trumpet. Oh, I love the French horn so much. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. And so they've been doing it their whole lives. And every church they've ever been a part of, they've always been in the orchestra. So, I
1: mean, you did grow up in a musical household.
3: Definitely. But I'm really the only, I mean, yeah, I guess I'm the only singer. They can all kind of sing, but. I was definitely the singer. Listen, and you
1: were a vocal major, so I know you are what they call piano proficient.
3: I Yes. <laughs> I've said this many times. I am proficient in piano. Um, doesn't mean I'm good at it. Um, I can play the drums, though. Um, there was about three years I played like percussion instruments. Um, played the cajon a little bit at the women's street. I was, street. About that was say I forgot sure. about yeah. this. Oh, yeah. It was just kind of like me and Brooke were talking. She's like, I wish we could kind of have a bigger, mm. bigger thing on Saturday. I was like, do we have a cajon? And she's like, yeah. I was like, okay, I'll do it. She's like, really? I was like, yeah. And then so I think Amber little asked me later at Sharon's little Christmas party, "Oh my gosh, when did you like take lessons? Do you teach?" I said, "Oh no, this was <laughs> 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 this is <was> just me <laughs> just doing it to do it, and it was really fun." <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I love music. I'm thankful to have a husband that also loves it too. Huh. So always whistling, always singing around the house. So that's awesome. And we will be putting our children in piano lessons when they are younger. It's it's expected. It's decided. <laughs> it's decided.
1: Listen, both of my older sisters were required to take piano lessons, and I don't know why. Uh, I'm, uh, I guess my parents were really sexist. Um, <laughs> this was just a this was a girls only thing, and I would complain like crazy that I was not forced to learn piano because <laughs> I was I've always wanted to be able to play, you and know? I can't
3: play. It's just a useful skill, I think, because so. even if you want to transfer to a different instrument, just having that piano, yeah. you know. Yeah.
1: So you become a believer in late middle school. Just Mm -hmm. tell us a little bit about your spiritual journey, like what that kind of looked like, like growth and maturity in Christ.
3: (sighs) Yeah, well, as everyone knows, high school is (laughs) hard. And I was kind of at the end of middle school. And so I think um, when I became a believer, I was like, okay, well, no more excuses. You can't just be like, oh, well, you know, whatever. Um, But high school is hard. And I think definitely um, just keeping up with, church and having a really solid group of friends too, um, Christian friends in high school was really good. And I think that kind of prevented me from doing some, some bad things in high school. But honestly, in college is kind of where it took a turn just because you know, you have all this freedom. And, um, you know, not that I grew up in like a really harsh household, but you know, there were rules in place. And so it's like, Oh, I'm on my own in a different city, you know? So I mm-hmm. definitely wasn't making Christ a priority freshman year of college, all these new things. And, um, but I definitely felt like kind of like the lack of God in my life. And I'm like, I'm just not happy. I'm depressed. This is just not, it's not where I want to be. So I had a, a big come to Jesus moment, um, into my freshman year of college. I'm like, okay, well, if I'm going to do this, like I'm going to be, for real about it, I'm gonna live for Christ, and so mm-hmm. it's been on the rise ever since then. And I think you know trials come, and uh, it hasn't. <laughs> I hate to say it hasn't been that hard, but like until this year, you know, because I had a lot of big things, big hard things happen this year. Um, but I think like all the trials that do come, like I just still hold on to the fact that like I I trust God, and I'm I'm ne- never gonna let that trust go. Um, yeah, that's kind of <laughs> that's kind of kind of what I got.
1: Yeah. So All right. Before, we want to hear the full story about how you met Nicholas oh, yes. and all of this. We, we, need, the, we need the romance <laughs> story here. But before we do that, I think you know what's going to happen. Oh, yes, I do. It's time for a lightning round.
3: I've been prepping for this all week.
0: How do you prep for well, this? You've done more work than we have. <laughs> I guarantee you, me and Brad just thought about it while the podcast was happening. Oh, there's probably going to be a lightning round. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, lightning round. We love it. How do you like your eggs?
3: Scrambled with cheese, bacon, if you have it. Oh. And like mm, like I'm diner style, like almost cooked too much. I have a weird mm-hmm. preference for that. Mm. Like Waffle House.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. What's the fastest you've ever driven in a car?
3: Mm, when I uh, got a speeding ticket. Which
2: college.
1: was?
3: 78. <laughs> Which is not a lot to some people, but it 78? was like <laughs>
1: Hold on. Wait, that's the fastest you've ever been in a you car? You never go
0: like 80 on you the never interstate?
3: 80? No. On the interstate, you don't I'm go I'm terrified of getting 85? in a car wreck. I'm terrified of getting who, in a car wreck. Who
1: drives when y'all go on
3: road Nicholas. trips? Nicholas.
2: Okay. <laughs> okay.
1: Right. Oh. Um, I
2: always love it when people are really like, oh gosh, like 78. Like you're kind of like... <laughs> I hate to say this publicly.
1: I'm like I went faster
2: than that this I, morning. I'm
3: ashamed. <laughs> I tried I drive. you
1: know, 459 on the way in. That's just wow. a solid 80 there. Um oh. all right. Uh sorry, I'm a sinner. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Sin boldly is what Martin Luther told me to do. <laughs> that's right. Okay. Uh how often do you floss?
3: Oh, Gosh. not in 2 years. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even think I own floss.
1: Oh, uh, I think that that's uh, I I would like to meet someone. Have y'all ever met someone that flosses regularly? My dad. Does he really?
3: He is like super into dental care. He has like all the water floss things. My My
2: dad does too. Every time he goes to the dentist, they're always like, great job.
3: We can tell.
1: Something my dentist has never said about flossing. I hate it.
3: Here's my thing. My no, I haven't been to the dentist in a while. We got new insurance, so I probably should go. Um, but last time I was home and had a checkup, she was like, you're just such a great patient, you have great teeth, and I never floss. So I take that as, mm. I don't need to floss. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You I brush my teeth twice a day. You just fine. got it. Oh. If you could
0: go anywhere on vacation, where would you go?
3: I would go back to Mexico. We went there on a honeymoon, and it I'd was Go back there. Okay, glorious. Great. Fantastic.
2: Absolutely. Would you rather be buried or cremated?
1: Did you say
3: buried? buried?
0: Did you say buried? I said buried, buried. I said, so, buried. <laughs> buried. I said what I said. I don't know. I he said buried.
3: Well, here's kind of need
0: to like, burp, like
1: a rabbit burrow, like Are you burrowing. You in know, the like you
2: gonna get buried one day.
3: <laughs> I'm really into that <laughs> like Sunday. tree thing, um, where.
0: Wait, what? I, what is happening? <laughs>
3: No, yeah,
2: continue. The, the tree <laughs> thing, you know? So you know the tree
0: Reincarnation's thing? not a thing. Let's just go ahead and establish.
3: I want to be a tree. No, so I can't remember. It was This was probably like five years ago. I read something where if you're cremated, you can be like mixed into like soil and then like you plant a tree so that when hmm. your great grandkids come visit you, they're not visiting a graveyard. They're visiting like an orchard of people. And I talked to Nicholas about it. Wow. He's like, I think you can still do that with your with your body not cremated, and like your your body juices like help the soil. so I don't know. however, I can just like a casual a conversation
0: <laughs> y'all are uh, having like a zombie tree
3: yes. <laughs> so, man so whichever uh, one will get me... and then
1: the family can treat. cut it down and use you to yep. keep themselves warm over
3: winter, wow, you know
2: I, I
1: love it. you <laughs> then you're cremated
2: again in a way. you really have prepared for this. I mean, yeah. seriously, you're okay. <laughs>
1: Uh, um can i just say this really quickly um so i watched uh the new star wars show Andor recently yeah it's great and i want to know Oh, you watched it you watched Do it, you know who you're
0: talking to it's brad yeah. but
1: it's star wars he watches yeah, all I've the seen, shows i've
2: seen all the star wars shows i think they're great i just don't tell people because i don't know anything about them
1: well i just found it really intriguing i wanted to know if their uh their death practice uh, on Ferrix, planet Ferrix is actually practiced anywhere in the world. So in this Star Wars show, when someone in this city dies, they basically cremate them and mix them into like brick mortar and, oh, yeah. and they become a brick in the city. So it's like the city is founded and being built up by by their loved ones that have gone on by anyway it's just it was very intriguing. Yeah, that's why well, right. it's
3: cool but also creepy Right. Like, oh hey grandpa but it's also kind of beautiful like oh we were really built on like our founding fathers so yeah. I don't I don't know yeah. how I feel about it. I mean cemeteries have
2: definitely let's talk about I mean cemeteries have definitely been kind of moved this to is the, the rest edge of, of our the society. show. This yeah. is the rest of it. I mean cemeteries used to be <laughs> very kind of up front <laughs> <laughs> All oh, right, yeah. all right.
1: Uh what item is worth spending more money on? Like to like it like if you're gonna splurge for something like this thing, it's worth it to not get the cheap thing
3: something my poor husband knows I am such a practical gift giver so like l- the year before last year I got him a really nice leather um, like messenger bag. Oh, yes. something of everyday use you're that s- is worth speaking splurging my love on language now. Now, not like splurging on like designer needs. I'm, I mean, something like handmade, really good. Mm. You know, so what something I would about. use every day. I would be willing to splurge on because also, you're if you're using it more than a hundred times, it's worth a hundred dollars. So,
2: if uh, I like that, that's good. Like, what like
3: clothing I, are you gonna wear? I, quality. It? I like. Yeah, that. if you're if gonna you're wear using it more than a hundred yeah.
1: times. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
0: I right, right. choose an actress to play you in a movie about your life.
3: Florence Pugh, I've just seen her in a lot of things recently. She's great. Mm. She's great.
1: Is your bed made right now,
3: Nicholas? Don't listen. No, it's not. <laughs> my job, my job is to make the bed every morning, and I've been doing really good since we got married. Um, but I did not make it this morning.
2: Oh, <laughs> bad timing. I know. So let's say Nicholas comes home and he goes, "Hey, Jay," because that's his nickname for you, and Absolutely. then he says, "You get to go. We get to go out to dinner." In Birmingham tonight, and you get to pick the place. And guess what? Money's not an option. Where are you going?
3: Uh, that's a good question. I need Wait, to think money's it. not an option.
2: He meant he meant it's not an object. <laughs>
3: okay, money's I, I not wasn't a, gonna. I wasn't gonna no pick no on option. him money's for that. No one. You can't
0: use money.
1: Already, but you have
0: to eat. <laughs> already gave
1: him a hard time about buried. So I was gonna let that one go.
0: Okay, I'm so,
1: I'm so tired.
0: I did. <laughs> Yeah. When you came in here with a Coca-Cola I'm, classic, I was like, Brad is in trouble. He I'm is drinking a Coca-Cola right now. I'm drinking Cola a right Coke now. because I've already had three cups of coffee today. He I knew he su- was in trouble when I saw it with that.
1: If anyone thought we needed justification for this sabbatical, it's here it bad. is. I was
0: like, welcome to parenting. You're drinking a I'm, Coke at 2 o'clock <laughs> in the afternoon. I'm crawling in.
3: Oh. I'm going to say, I literally had it this weekend, but it's so good. I'd say like uh, Davenport's. Just really yummy pizza.
2: Rolling I do love
0: Davenport. never been. That's
1: I haven't so, either. Where is it? There's but people talk two, about locations it. two locations
3: now. Yeah. Meadowbrook and...
0: Um, Mountain Brook. Mountain Brook. Mountain Brook and, and Vestavia. Yes. Right? What pizza are you
3: getting? Um, you guys have never been probably, there? Probably never. Meat Lovers. Haven't.
1: Oh, yeah. I I am a big fan of you guys those are
0: missing places. out. Davenport's is a so is a, a classic yeah, establishment of Birmingham, but
3: they do cut it in such a way, like they when do. you're at a party, so you you know you'll have some, be like, oh, I'll have a couple more, and then you've eaten the entire pizza. Yeah, they do mm. like
0: kind of that square, almost like a square cut on the whole thing. Oh. So very dangerous tiny little edges right here, which I like.
1: All right, <laughs> if I had a buzzer, I'd do it on you, John Mark. Now, Jeez. all right.
0: <laughs> I, didn't
3: go I did it for you.
0: Talk about Star Wars for 15 <laughs> <laughs> minutes.
3: What, uh,
1: what is one of your nicknames?
3: Um, that he has for me. All
1: right, just any. Right? What's oh, one of your nicknames? Jojo.
3: Um We
1: call we call uh Karis get Jojo. back, JoJo.
3: Oh, really? <laughs> and Joe and Bean, um, lovey. Bean. Bean, yeah. Cause just cause <laughs> I'm the baby of my family. I get called Bean a lot. Um or Jojo Bean, if anyone's feeling fancy. Bean, but yeah. Jojo was like pretty much when when I grew up and then um, funnily enough, I thought about going um, to college and like being called Joe because nobody knew how to pronounce my name or spell it. It's, it's always Julie or Jocelyn, which is weird because Jolie and Jocelyn do not sound alike at all. I would get Jolene, but yeah. I'd be like, okay, I'll go. I'll go by Joe when I get to college. And Joe
1: always makes me think Little Women.
3: Yeah. And then we actually did Little Women freshman year of college. So I was like, uh, maybe, maybe not. maybe not.
1: <laughs> <laughs> little Women, so. there's the
2: Florence Pugh connection oh, There you go. Mm. Perfect. What about
0: that?
3: Absolutely.
2: Okay, it, Desert Island, Jolie. You can take three books. One of them cannot be the Bible. Alright? What are the books that you're taking? And don't try to, I don't like when people try to make it practical. They're like, probably a book on survival and then a book on uh, how to make ocean water pure well, so I can drink it. No, like none of those.
3: <laughs> okay, fine.
2: That's, okay. A, that's my qualification.
3: Okay, well, my husband just got me the Forgive book by Tim Keller. Ooh. And I've just started it. And impeccable. I also love Tim Keller. Um, Great
2: use of impeccable.
3: And then Into Thin Air, by John Krakauer. I read that in high school and it changed my life. Wow. So wait, wait,
2: wait. What is this so book is, what is this? What is this book?
3: Into Thin Air, John Krakauer. Um, they climbed Mount Everest. There was a huge disaster. I can't remember the year, but it was in the early 2000s, I believe. And it's him just kind of like reporting what happened.
1: It's like it, a mem- memoir. Yeah, kind of yeah. Thing.
3: But he, his writing is just so eloquent. Like you, you feel like you are freezing on Mount Everest. It's just really, really beautiful. And I did like a book report on it. And my dad had actually read it. He's like, you would love this. And I did love it. Nice. So. Is the is
0: the movie Everest based on that story?
3: I did, have not Probably seen not. Everest. I don't uh. know. But I will say there have been other books come out after it. And I choose not to read them because I believe, I believe John. <laughs> <laughs> <Awesome>. <laughs> um, okay, so that's two books. That's two. Oh, man. Part of me wants to say like one of the books from my childhood. But I don't know. Um... So I can't use a practical book. I know. It's hard. Okay, fine. I have um, a beautiful bound book my sister got me for my 16th birthday. It's all of Jane Austen's novels together. Oh, nice. Ooh. So even though I wouldn't want that to get sandy and ruined, I'd probably bring that. <laughs> just something very sentimental to me. I'd probably just bring that. That's
0: great. Is double dipping ever acceptable?
3: Depends on who you're with, yes. Okay. If you're with, like this weekend, went to a Mexican restaurant with my family and Nicholas, like, I'm double dipping. You know, it's fine. He may not, but I am. Oh.
1: <laughs> what movie or TV show do you enjoy quoting the most?
3: The Office. Absolutely. Mm. You're in good company. I also, uh, Nicholas loves when I do this. We we have the box set, so we pretty much keep it on like every time we're home. Love it. I will quote something right before it's said. He's like, why do you do that? And I'm like, <laughs> I just want to like be ahead of the game and feel, feel good.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay, I've only got one more. Okay. And that is, who inspires you and then i have another question <laughs> oh. <laughs>
3: can i say someone with the name jay or do i have to pick like a person currently living or
2: it can be anyone
3: i mean i want to say jesus i feel like that's just <laughs> kind of the proper answer who besides jesus who besides jesus nicholas mm, um.
2: love that okay and then if you could have dinner with one person and they can be dead or alive huh. and they not the bible who are you we always who are you picking
3: Martin Luther King honestly I did a little did another Mm. little book report it was like a book report or movie report or something in middle school I was like this was just a really good guy Mm. who and I also love that he was so peaceful too because I'm personally a pacifist so I'm just like that's yeah I'd do Mm -hmm. that I feel like he'd have a lot of wisdom for what what we're going through right now and you know so I choose him, and also it's a great, it's a good, good week, to and talk it's a about
0: good tie-in with MLK. Yeah, yeah. All right, my last question. Um, do you have one?
1: Yeah, I got a last question, and then one more, like Brad.
3: Mm.
0: Okay, you go, Jonathan.
3: <laughs> so more questions. Okay,
1: <laughs> there are no, no, no rules. Uh, do you have a hidden talent?
3: Okay, I am kind of sad now. So I thought my hidden talent was saying the alphabet backwards. And so on Sunday, I told the kids, because I needed an in with them. I need them to think I'm cool. And so I said, you guys, I can say the alphabet backwards. Two kids said, I can do that too. Um, <laughs> so
1: Can you do that right now? Just so you know, I'm impressed. Can you do it?
3: Oh, absolutely. Okay. Z Y X W V U T S R Q P O N M L K J I H G F E D C B A. Um I learned that when I was very bored in 3rd grade. That that oh, yeah, I mean you.
1: that's impressive.
3: I wrote it out and then memorized it backwards. I was so bored one day. Wow. Yeah, but apparently the and kids And you don't do even it, speed so. enough
1: for that to be useful. <laughs> oh my word.
3: So, I do not have any hidden talents. Anymore. Last
1: question for me, what's your favorite rainy day activity?
3: Oh my gosh. Great question. Like, man, I found
1: a new, a new. Uh, it's oh, not, it's like not a, my yeah, typical. you're, you're working off of something. Like a DUI. It's not my typical. <laughs> you, <laughs> ju- you just got my. You just got my. Well, like, saying the he, alphabet backwards joke.
2: Like, well, I thought you were making a connection to the speeding before, and I was like, what? No, okay. <laughs> I'm sorry.
1: Because when you get pulled over, I'm
2: one just of the gonna, stereotypes yeah, yeah. No, no, is no, no, that no, a cop asks you to say yep. the alphabet 100%. backwards. That's it. I'm there. Oh my word. I'm just gonna drink my coke.
1: All right. Anyway, I no J- <laughs> J- JM I found a uh, different than my normal okay. set of questions and and so there's a lot of good ones here. That
2: anyway,
3: really so yeah,
1: good. what is a uh, favorite rainy day? I feel activity? like
3: I I would want to say oh, I'd, you know, read some poetry with a lit candle, but honestly, I'd rather just get like a fluffy blanket and lay on my couch, my feet in my husband's lap and play my Switch. That's just kind of mm. kind of comfort, right? That's, now. that's yeah. fa- <laughs> favorite
1: Switch game right now.
3: Okay. It was Animal Crossing, but then he got me unpacking, which is—it's a very cozy game. You're literally just unpacking boxes. <laughs> okay. You're, you're literally—you're moving someone. You're unpacking boxes and like decorating. I just—we all know I'm very organized and I love to do it. Um, I love to do it with other people's things, not my things. Which is, I love you know, um,
2: decluttering. You walk in to pick the jacket up off the floor, <laughs> hang it on That's the
3: exactly rack. You anyway, know? I love it. Unpacking. It's amazing. I love this world. Oh, my You word. know,
0: Moses Moses just had me download a game for him on his Switch. It's called Retro Bowl, and it's like the old Tecmo Bowl really? uh, NFL wow. game. It has all of the NFL teams, but all the players are not real names. Okay. So it's like fictitious players, but you can change the names. So, And you go through like a whole season. He's been playing that nonstop, but my, my kids love the Switch. The Switch later. is awesome. All right, last question is, do you have an animal or an insect that's that you are most afraid of
3: I I do not like bugs in general <laughs> if I bugs. Oh, All if the I bugs. see All the bugs. if I well mostly the cra- the crawly kind that'll kind of skitter around if I see a cockroach I'm mm. yelling Nicholas's name he's I'm not touching it I, anything that crawls no.
1: Ho- Holly believes that cockroaches are a part of the fall <laughs> She completely <laughs> believes they will not be a new creation that's that's my wife
3: Well I kind of agree. I, believe uh, <laughs> that was, I mean, I
1: I think that was snakes. Uh, Brandon
2: Ballard, you weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> All
0: right, that was the lightning round. That was fantastic,
2: everybody. Jolie. <laughs> well done, fantastic. well done. You were
1: very prepared. All right. Well, to wrap this up, let's talk about you and Nicholas. So you said that y'all met. Did you say you were still a senior in high school?
3: No, college.
1: Uh, oh, okay. Because I was like, what were your parents doing, <gasps> letting no, you no, meet no, guys no, no. online? <laughs> <laughs>
3: They were good parents.
1: <laughs> okay, so senior year of college, y'all meet online.
3: Yes. So, so
1: you're in Lagrange. Where's he?
3: So at this time, he's in Tuscaloosa. Um. Now. It's, oh,
1: he's a Bama grad.
3: Oh yeah. Mm. I'm sorry, you guys.
1: <laughs> Listen, I don't sorry. care. I don't have a dog in the fight. It's these guys over gotcha. here who who say the the War Eagle so all the time. If
3: we say <laughs> when we physically met, it was 2020. Um. But uh, funnily enough, we actually met online before then. Um, He had messaged me. um, I think we, like, matched on Hinge. And this was, like, some kind of, like, winter break, summer break or something the year before. So, 2019. And he messaged me, like... um, I don't know something like. Would you be down to split a pizza? Because I probably said something like, "I love pizza." I'm not like other <laughs> girls. Something like that. And so then we get each other's number and we're texting. And keep in mind, so he's in Tuscaloosa, I'm in Valdosta. Um, and then we start texting. He asked me what my favorite movie is. I ghost him for a year. Um, <laughs> I wait, don't. Wait, wait, wait. You
1: didn't respond.
3: Di- I did not. I did not respond. And I like to phrase it as. Did he?
1: Did he follow up at all? Like, was it? What's your favorite movie? And then it's just <laughs> blank. Or was there ever like a.
0: You there?
3: <laughs> no, no, Just checking you there. to make sure
0: this went through. <laughs> I, <laughs> who, who dis?
3: <laughs> in parentheses, nudge. Yeah, so I ghosted him, um, I, and I really don't know if it was like, I'm not interested in him. I'm pretty sure it was just me being like, we are so far away, like me being in Valdosta and being there. That's like a six and a half hour distance with a time difference too so I like to think back on it and just say oh God was just he was preparing our hearts for each other because (laughs) even then we were two completely different people and then in 2020 Mm. somehow either I think he added me on Facebook but like his profile popped up I was like he looks so familiar and so he added me as a friend and I'm like oh this guy like He's like an artist. He like does cool <laughs> animation things, and he can draw. He's very artistic. He's very musical. And so we're kind of like low-key, like flirting on Instagram and stuff. And then he messaged me on Facebook and said, hey, what are you up to Saturday night? I did not see this message. He pro- I think he said it around <laughs> midnight. I didn't see the message. But thank goodness he read some book about how to get a girl like years ago. So the next day he followed up. Just wanted to see if you'd be free. I'm so glad he did because then I saw that message. I was like, oh my gosh, cute boy asking me out. And so I was busy that weekend, but for the next weekend, he said, okay, we're going to go to a sculpture garden and a coffee shop. Now, to all the men out there trying to woo a woman, <laughs> that is how. Um, we went to, we went to, I would to, have never thought of that. We went to coffee. It was wonderful. we got to find out what
2: this book wait, is. Wait, wait, wait. I'm sorry. Where are y'all at this point? Y'all are in different.
3: So Cities? I'm in Lagrange I'm in Lagrange in at Tuscaloosa. This point. Yes, when we finally like set up a date he And that's in a
2: pretty LaGrange by like close to Auburn, right? Am I right? Uh, no.
3: It's like an hour and a half from Auburn. So okay. we're When he is in Tuscaloosa, I'm in Lagrange and we're about to like meet up and have a date. That is about two and a half hours. Yeah, okay. With an hour time difference. Which not that bad, but I was like, Okay, we'll go on the date. And so we actually met halfway. He was like, Let's meet Montgomery, it's halfway between us and I'm really Uh. glad he like took that initiative like, Hey, it's in between us. Um, love at first sight, honestly. He just he bought my coffee too and he like pulled out the chair for me and he just honestly he such a gentleman. Truly, truly he is. Anybody that meets him knows he's just he's such a kind person. But he what struck me though was he's just he loves life and he was just oozing about, well, I've done this film and like this is what I'm up to. I was like, thank goodness he's not boring, <laughs> you know, because <laughs> it's really hard to have a date with someone where you're already nervous, like, okay, yeah. well I have to tell the cool things about myself. I was just like, Tell me about yourself and he just went on. Not not in like a bad way, but he just like had so much to tell. He's like, also I like was gonna go to business school but I didn't and I was like, that's cool that you even thought about it, you know? And it went wonderfully, and he was kind of nervous, but he held my hand, like, later on. Whoa, whoa, first, first, first date? He the hand and help. then he kissed me. Whoa, whoa, whoa.
1: <laughs> Nicholas Coker? <laughs> All right. Well,
3: hey, we're married now. It's fine. Man. <laughs> oh, we also went for pizza, too, so that's fine. <laughs> oh,
1: my word.
3: But, um, man, Mon-
1: man, it's not
3: wasting time. But I will yeah. say he was very gentlemanly about it and It's
1: like I drove an hour and a half. I gotta maximize, <laughs> oh my gotta gosh, maximize
3: no! the time. No, he was very kind and he made sure everything I was comfortable okay. too. So
2: y'all have this amazing first date yeah. and yet it's
1: like we're worlds apart. What do what do we where do we go from here?
3: So we just kind of actually I remember and this is
1: wait, wait, this is twenty twenty?
3: This is twenty twenty. Yeah, like oh, when wow. in twenty twenty. Um
1: is COVID a thing?
3: Yeah, we, like we had to wear masks at the um, the art museum, so oh, this. No, so was... you couldn't see his
2: face at first, or okay.
3: <laughs> I couldn't. How big this. of a shock was it? <laughs> the, D- that did he kiss beard? you with the mask on? Because
1: <laughs> that changes things.
3: No, he did not kiss me with the mask on. Oh my gosh! Wow. Okay. So um. I gotta
1: I gotta say I gotta say, okay, <laughs> you've only interacted with a dude online. It's your first date meeting up in the middle of a global <laughs> pandemic and you smooch the dude. That's that's some bravery right there.
3: Jonathan, he's my husband. It all. I know, hard. I know. That's it right. all works out. <laughs> I know. I know.
1: I'm just saying. That's right.
3: I definitely, but there was something different about him. So I, you know, I didn't think about it that way, but you know, mm. I was young and naive. But um, <laughs> so this, this was um, Octo- October 2020 and then um, we made plans for two weeks after that and then two weeks after that and we just kept, going on dates and um it did get pretty hard um cuz i had recital season and my senior recital and i had a lot of prep, prep work to do for that and just so many rehearsals and i had a show at the time so there was um a month that we didn't physically see each other and that was really hard for me just cuz i i just like to be in the same room as people um but we did long distance for 8 months mm. It was really, really hard, Mm -hmm. but we did it, and we had a ton of, like, Discord dates. We'd have movie nights and, like, watch them at the same time. Um, That's cool. We really made the most of our time. And then um, after I graduated, um, I moved back home for, like, a month, and I kind of just started looking for jobs. It was just kind of like, well eventually I'll move up here. He'll move down here. It was just kind of like that kind of thing. And I was just like, there's just not a place for me down here. I just don't, because I was applying for all these like clerical jobs, jobs I didn't want to do. I was like, I just, I don't know what to do. I was like, well, I've been nannying. Let me, let me try that. And so I actually came to visit Nicholas um, and his family. He had moved back to Birmingham at this point.
1: Cause he's, he's from Birmingham. Yes.
3: He's from Birmingham uh, and okay. he just moved to Tuscaloosa for school. And he, then he came back um, and I was visiting him for like a week And I was like, I'm going to apply for some jobs up here. Within like a day of doing that, I had two job offers. Wow. And that was really scary for me because I love my comfort zone. And I was like, God, like, is this, you know, and I I really didn't want to be like, I'm moving for a guy because we were just (laughs) dating at that point. I was like, I want it to be like more than that because like relationships, they change so quickly. And I just really felt God paying the pressure. Like, I'm trying to get you out of comfort zone and you need to trust me. So I, after that week of visiting him and his family, I went home and I told my parents and it was, you know, kind of hard because it was like, well, I thought you were, you know, going to do music stuff at churches here because I had had an internship lined up and it, it just kind of stuff had happened and it didn't work out. Um, and so I was like, yeah, I'm going to do this. And I found um, a place to live and I moved to Birmingham and it was the best decision I could have ever made. Moved in a little studio apartment by myself. The first time I ever lived by wow, myself. Yeah, it was really deal. fun. And then, yeah, a couple months go by, and then he proposes.
1: Wow. Now, now before he proposes, oh, okay. uh, at what point do you all end up at Shades? Because you were so, just dating when you first yes, came. Yes, we
3: were just dating. He was going to Christ Fellowship Church, which is around oh, yeah. here, yeah, with yeah. Um, his roommates, his housemates. Um, and then Brenna Vincent, love you. Um, we're from the same hometown, and we kind of got um, like connected with a person from my parents' church, and he was like, oh, well, she goes to a church up there. Go contact her because I was kind of church hopping a little bit. Um, and she brought me and I loved it from the very first second. Um, and then I ended up bringing Nicholas a couple months later. So this was fall 2021. Um, and then because we also discussed, too, because he, he had like CFC and I didn't. And, you know, um, we just kind of talked about, OK, well, we're not engaged or married or anything. But like when, when we are you know, we definitely need to be going to church together, and so I was like, I'm not giving up on Shades. So <laughs> uh, it all worked out for the best, and now. So you came yeah. to
2: Shades post COVID.
3: Post yes, post COVID. Yeah. So everyone's like, Oh that my gosh, that is
2: crazy.
3: Yeah, especially because we were doing like two services, mm-hmm. and I think we were doing like one outdoor service every month. So I remember like doing that, and oh, yeah, and, oh, yeah, and everybody was talking about how it was before. I was like, Well. I mean, I'm used to this, so it's been really cool to like That's see wild. everything come back together and mm-hmm. see everybody come back too. Because a lot of people were saying like, "Oh, there used to be so many people pre-COVID <laughs> and everything." Um, but
2: there's more than yeah. ten people in the room. I know. It's really <laughs> crazy. <laughs> it's really cool. But
3: yeah. Yeah. Wow. And then oh, I re- I, rem- I remember
1: when y'all got engaged because uh, y'all had started attending uh, the marriage community <gasps> yes! group that oh we my do. Gosh.
3: That was so fun uh,
1: at mine and Holly's house, and they show up one night. Yep. Uh, very, you know, inconspicuously sh- showing like this showing hand, it, showing it off.
3: Oh yeah, because you had saw something. Because I think we had been to maybe two of the marriage groups before, and um, I think more people had come that week. And you're like, yeah, you don't have to be, you know, married in this group. We have a couple that's dating, and I went, hey, hey we're not dating anymore. <laughs> For those who are listening, uh, I just like kind of showed Flash showed my bling, right, yeah. <laughs> and everybody was so excited. I was like, we're finally like legit parts of this group, but. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was uh, such a sweet oh. time, such a quick time, because it was like a six-month period. Yeah. But yeah.
1: And then you were going to talk about Nicholas got baptized here.
3: Yeah, so um, that was a big year for him, too. He um, mm. finally got baptized, and then we joined the church, and we got engaged. And, and married. married. And married. one <laughs> year. Yeah, he got uh, saved in high school. Um, and, yeah, I think... Uh, Maybe about a year after I met him, I didn't realize he hadn't been baptized. I was like, Oh. I was like, Well, I don't want you to feel pressure, but like, do you feel like you want to get baptized? He's like, Oh yeah, heck yeah. So mm. um, I'm glad he got to do it at Shades. That was really I was <laughs> sobbing that whole day. It was it was amazing. It was Rachel Wolmski awesome. mm-hmm. saw me in the hallway. She's like, I feel like baptisms are like weddings. I'm like, Yes, that's exactly how I feel. It's just so <laughs> so joyous and mm. all his, his family and friends were there. So it was a oh, good time. That's awesome. Yeah awesome.
1: Well, we're thankful you're here, and I, I'm I'm hoping that you know maybe this year here we are at the start of a year, and you've come on staff here at Shades, and I know that that's another big and new thing. Yeah. But I'm hoping that maybe the the rest of the year there will be a little bit of uh, time to, to rest <laughs>
3: some. Yeah, um, last year was a big year. So. Yeah, it was mm. a huge year. I'd love to. I'd love a little rest to, to breathe. Nice. <laughs> so, yeah. But I'm I'm really excited for what's to come too. I have a lot of big ideas, and God has given me. This energy to like get things done, so I'm really excited. Yeah, yeah awesome.
2: we're excited too.
3: I do have a surprise for you all. Okay, okay. That's right.
0: let's so do it. Uh, we, uh, hold on, uh, yeah, uh, Jolie I told I us. <laughs>
1: <laughs> she told us there was going to be a surprise at the end.
3: Definitely did not need a drum roll. So okay, that is such a long <laughs> drum roll. I really wanted you to play It's so thing. long. It really is. So children love getting stickers. I think adults should like it, too. So this is a reminder that Jesus loves you. I brought Jesus loves you stickers. <laughs>
1: wow. And I
3: expect you all to wear them today.
1: We shall. We will. We we will, put, will
0: I
2: think we should put them all over.
3: Let's put them on right now.
0: The
1: podcast. Put them on.
2: The that
0: doesn't on. make any sense, Brad. <laughs> Brad, don't. You he, have many to pick up He's not from. making any go sense Go on
1: now. sabbatical, Brad. <laughs> just just, just should, go on sabbatical. Let's
0: put the stickers on the podcast.
1: <laughs> you know. Put them everywhere.
2: Oh my yeah. word! Poor Brad. In, put it Brad's in. ready to be Just put it in the podcast. It's ready <laughs> to be on
0: sabbatical. At he's this point, he's go.
1: debating whether or not he's coming back. Right. <laughs> oh my word! Stay
0: at home dad. No.
1: Well, Jolie, we thank you so much for yes. the stickers. Yes. And the stories. This is great. What a surprise! Yeah. yeah. I did not think stickers were coming. No. That's awesome. And we are we are so excited, um, for. For the future, I'm so pumped! Mm. Yeah,
3: thanks for having me. If
1: anybody has any questions about children's ministry, about Jolie and Nicholas, her fan,
0: and, and all of the things, just yeah, email us. Shoot us an email. You can at also midweek at shadesvalley.org. Go ahead, Jolie. You, you can also say?
3: email me at my very nice, swanky new Shades email. That's, That's right. right, Jolie. J O E L Y at ShadesValley.org. That's right. <laughs> I'm just very excited about. It. <laughs> we need and to get your uh,
0: all the things. Send her an email. <laughs> we need to get your picture up on the website. We need to update these oh, things yeah. immediately.
2: So much to do. We need uh, we need to give maybe you a better
0: picture than this Polaroid. Maybe a better quality <laughs> than that would probably <laughs> oh, be a good idea. Give
2: her all the nuclear
1: codes. Just things,
2: little oh. things that we have here. Yeah. Just
1: well, little things. thank you for coming in, Jolie, and Brad. Thank you for your years of service. Um that have come to a conclusion uh here it is at shades midweek <laughs> you know,
2: it's been nice knowing you
1: all. I hope that you have a good uh <laughs> have a go. good sabbatical as well,
2: <laughs> brad, you know what? But there also needs to be a song about new beginnings because Jolie's starting, and I don't want to yeah. just go out on a negative note, All right. oh. on a sad note. I want to he, go out on an s- exciting and celebratory note. He wants as
1: Jolie. He wants the Salt and Pepper song. Is, what as is Jolie,
2: Jolie? Which one is he talking? Is Jolie comes on? It's
1: called Graduation.
2: I don't know. Oh no, is jo- that what you want? I just wanted a song <laughs> about new beginnings, a song about celebrating a new start, a song that. Commemorates. I don't
0: think that's what
1: it's called. We'll just go for creed with arms. A new open. hire,
2: <laughs> a song that says new things and newness and new jobs, and I just love the job. Mark is just scrambling what right now. Happening? He's trying to type in things. Oh, new well, hires. Well, Brad, just a song that says <laughs>
0: song new hires. I I don't know. I don't I don't have one for you. I this is a fun song though. That's kind of peppy. What? Yeah, oh, this is good. Yeah. What? What are you saying, Bren? I was going to say
2: celebrate good times.
0: Oh, okay, hold on. The uh, moment. Has it's passed. too
2: late, though. The I, yeah, I, I feel like. Uh,
1: there we go. This feels appropriate for us sending you out on sabbatical, That's too. That's right. All right. I'm no, not for it. you to sing, for us to sing. <laughs> right. I think I'm singing it, too. Oh my word. Well Brad, while you're gone, you know, if you really want to continue to be a part of the conversation, we would even allow you to email in.
2: I would love
0: to, you know. Because he, even though you're You think sabbatical. he's going to listen to an episode no. while he's on <laughs>
1: break? No, no, I don't think he's going to listen to an episode. I'm just saying that, you know,
0: if he wants to, if he you, titled, if you title Shades an Valley. episode,
1: Brad, listen to this episode. I will <laughs> listen to the episode.
0: That's the episode
2: title. It is uh.
1: absolutely going to find its way into the the mix there somewhere. Oh, yeah. But yeah, Brad, you can continue to be a converse, uh, part of the conversation, though, by emailing us at midweek and <laughs> shadesvalley.org. And Brad, for one final time, do you want to say your sign off line? It's Shades Midweek. You're part of who we
2: are. You're part of our essence. You're part of our identity. You're part of an expression of joy. You are part of the conversation.
0: I was going to tell you to keep vamping. Just I was keep gonna going to tell you to
1: turn his mic off. Right.
0: <laughs> and Jolie's coming on. Woo! All right, Brad, we'll see you in... A while, 12, 12 weeks, three months. Three Signora months. suckers. We'll see you in April.
2: I'm trying to embody Michael Scott when Toby leaves. <laughs> yes. You all know. Toby! Goodbye, Toby. You know the It's been nice.
3: <laughs> Toby's going away. Uh. <laughs>